Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 O Shekaram Borikisi. Hipara Kushkuri Yalapakaskita. Hipala Kasika Tarayalamba Baba. Hipala Kashkuri Yalapakushki. The Lord said to you, the time is near. I'm coming back soon. Be wise, virgin. Prepare the oil of the Lord. Be hungry and receive my oil of the Holy Spirit. Because on that day when I show up, you will be ready to meet me. Be hungry. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, miracles. 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 Supernatural signs and wonders. Signs and wonders. Anointing. The Lord said right now, I am handing. The gifts. I'm handing the gift to people who are hungry. Who want to receive and not the spectator. Not the observer in this house. Open your heart and I will give you the gifts. The manifestation of the Spirit of the Lord. I pour out the anointing upon you right now. Those who are hungry and want to receive. Yes. I hand to you from heaven right now. The gifts of God. <laughs> the gift. Hallelujah. Receive. Receive. Hallelujah. Grab. Grab the gift. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ask and you shall receive. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I pray, Father, that young people in our church, the kids and the youth, will encounter God. They will know that God. They will not just come to church for social, just to find friends. But they come to church to fight God. And they shall rise up and do better than this generation. Yes, bless the young people in this house. Bless the youth in this house, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Give them the hungry heart, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, having church service, we have only 52 Sundays a year. And if we just come to have a tradition and religion and rituals, I'd rather go on a boat on Lake Washington and enjoy the nature. We come to church not for religion and tradition. We come to church to meet God. We expect God shows up. We expect God to touch us and fill us. We expect God to do something. Every Sunday when we come, we expect the glory to show up and our life will be changed. Amen? We don't want a dry, clean service. You come in, go out the same. No, 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 no. Become and change. You're not changed by me. You're changed by 
His touch, His presence. Therefore, when you come to church, don't have the idea of coming to participate in the religious ceremony. You come with hunger. Open your heart and meet the Lord yourself. God can do as much as you allow Him to do. If you say no to Him, He cannot do anything to you, because He's a gentleman God. He will do only the level you allowed Him to do. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Kushkara, shika tarambam palakaskita. Shukuran tarayalapakaskita. Shukumbaraja. Shukumbarayalakaskita. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Kora mm. Kashki, even greater than the Book of Acts, even greater than the early church. The glory of the end time church will be thicker and stronger than the early church, than the early house. Yes, Lord, the glory. Will be thicker than the early church. Miracle signs and wonders and salvation of souls come in. Show up in Seattle, the city that full of intellectual people who depend on the computer, who depend on the iPhone and iPad, but they will know that their God is bigger than the iPhone, the iPad, and the computer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Third John, chapter two. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. When I first became a Christian, I thought that to become a Christian is just to miss hell and go to heaven because my sins are forgiven, and Jesus died for me to forgive my sin. But later on, when I study the Word of God, I find out that salvation is more than just to miss hell and go to heaven. But salvation includes healing, health, protection, prosperity, victory, good family, abundant life, and Jesus had paid the price for us to be delivered from. Curses and demons, and receive the healing from God. If you read the Bible carefully, you can see that God is the healer, and He wants to heal His people. Healing is a part of salvation. It's a part of being a Christian. Healing belongs to Christians. God healed us because of the covenant He made with us. God heals. The non-believers, because of His mercy, the non-believers have no covenant with God. We, as believers, we have the covenant with God, and we have the right to receive the healing from God. Today, I want to share with you a little bit, maybe continue next time, about God's prescription, the direction on God's prescription in Proverbs chapter four, twenty to twenty-two. My son. Pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and health to a man's whole body. Let me read from New King James Version. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my saying. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and health or medicine to all their flesh. God said that His word, His sayings, give life to us, give life to those who find them. And give health or medicine to our 
physical body and our mind and every part of our life, we can live a healthy life and we can receive healing when we know how to receive the medicine of God. When you go to see a doctor, the doctor interview you and make the diagnosis. And if you don't have the surgical problem, the doctor may prescribe medications or medicines. And the way he writes on the prescription, he will put direction. For example, Tylenol, 500 milligrams, two tablets every six hours. The reason he has to write that way, because if you take Tylenol more than four grams, you may die because of the liver failure. And I have one patient died because of the liver failure. Not my fault. She did not follow my instruction. She took too much Tylenol. Or the doctor may say, ciprofloxacin, 500 milligrams, two times a day to fight with your bladder infection. But you take only one capsule a day instead of two capsules a day, morning and evening. What happened? The bacteria in your bladder will start to develop resistance because you don't have the big punch hit on the bacteria. So it's just more like a little, little fight inside your bladder. The bacteria will not die because the dose is not high enough, then it develops resistance, you become, you have a chronic problem now, and you have to change to a higher level of medication, and you may have sepsis, or the bacteria go all over your body, and you can die. So the instruction on the prescription or on the bottle is very important that you need to follow. If you don't follow the instruction, you don't get the result that the doctor wants you to have. The same thing with God. God said, I give you medicine. I give you prescription, my sayings and my words. And in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 22, he gave us four instructions how to take it and decide it. Number one, give attention to my words. Number two, Incline your ear to my sayings. Number three, do not let them depart from your eyes. Number four, keep them in the midst of your heart. Four things in the prescription. I will not be able to finish the four things today. These are the instructions on God's medicine bottle. Many Christians blame God. They don't get healed. Why no miracle happened to them? They pray and pray and pray, but they never get healed. And sometimes they blame God. They blame the ministers. They blame the preacher who lay hand on them. But they forget that they should know how to receive the medicine of God. And they don't follow the instruction or direction on the prescription or on the bottle. I believe that this teaching is very important to all of us, including myself, because I need to know how to take the medicine of God, God's word, so that I will be healthy and healed all the time. Let's look at the first one. The Bible says, give attention to my words. In order for the word of God to work in our life to heal us, number one, we need to give undivided, everyone say undivided. Full attention. We need to give full attention or close attention to the word of God. It's funny, a few days ago, my daughter told my granddaughter, we could not buy a TV because we ran out of the budget. And my granddaughter said, ask Tata, which is me. Not her dad. Ask Tata. I asked her, why you tell your mom to ask me? She said, because you have money. <laughs> but I noticed one thing. When I spoke to my granddaughter about the TV and about buying the TV, she really paid attention to me. She listened to me and she looked at my eyes and paid attention to what I say. 
because she knows that I am able to buy the TV for her mom. I have money. Can you imagine God, the Almighty, the Creator of the whole universe, who has unlimited power and can do anything that man say impossible, want to speak to you, and you just ignore, you just listen to other music, you just have your iPhone come up and you do the text message all the time. You don't pay attention to the King of all kings. Who have all the money and have all the power to do everything for you, but you never pay attention to him at all. He's gonna say bye bye. You get what you have. I'm not gonna give it to you because you don't give me respectful and undivided attention. If we want to receive something from God, we need to give him respectful, honorable, undivided, close. Attention to what he says, and he said to us through two things. Number one, through the word of God, written word, the logo. Number two, through rema, by the Spirit of God. And I'm going to show you in the Bible in a few minutes here. This is a big problem in the civilized society like us. I notice sometimes people come to the church, even though they seem like listening to me. But their hand, some people can text message without looking at the even iPhone so fast. Use one thumb. My boyfriend texts me. We are living in a society that we have so many varieties and factors that cause us to practice. Listening to different things at the same time, students and teenagers, you can do homework and listen to rap music at the same time. You can do the PowerPoint. Why are you doing PowerPoint? Text at the same time. This is called divided attention. One ear listen to the preaching, another ear listen to nice music. We are living in a society. Where we have the we call background music. Many times when I went on the mission trip, and I get into somebody's car, they turn on the sermon right away. The sermon come out, and why the voice of the sermon come out in the car? I noticed the husband and wife were talking. So that sermon it's just a background noise in the car. They never pay attention to what God says in that sermon. Divided. Attention, and that's why we are in trouble in this generation because we never pay attention to what God wants to say to us. I'm going to explain to you what is the difference between listen and hear in a few minutes here. This is a very important sermon for all of you because a lot of us miss a big blessing because they don't understand this issue at all. The Bible teaches the importance that will make big difference. About how to hear and what to hear. How many people have one ear? How many people have two ears? We need to hear both ears. If you are deaf, you can still have ears in your spirit that you can hear from God. God can speak to your spirit. Mark chapter four, verse twenty-four. Then he said to them, "Take heed what you hear." Everyone say, "What? What I hear?" With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you, and to you who hear, more will be given. After we get saved, we're gonna go to heaven for sure. But life has not come to the end yet. God wants to give us more things, more anointing, more wisdom, more victory, more healing, more power. How we can receive all those things more and more and more by pay attention to what. You hear. Many Christians are lazy. After they get saved, they never pay attention to what they hear. They never listen to the sermon. They spend time on the music and other stuff, the TV, the news about this and that. But they never pay attention to what they hear. You receive from God because you pay attention to what you hear from Him, from His mouth. Amen. Luke chapter eight verse eighteen. This is very interesting scripture. Therefore, 
Take heed how you hear. Everyone say how. For whoever has to him, more will be given. But whoever does not have, even what he seems to have, will be taken from him. This is a real thing. Two kinds of Christians: Christians who are hungry, keep listening, keep hearing, keep receiving the word of God, and they receive more. They hear more. They're hungry. They get more. The other group of Christians don't care. Never listen to the teaching. In a sermon, on, a sermon on Sunday, they send text message. Fall asleep. They don't care about the word. They don't want to listen. They don't want to hear anything. They don't receive anything. And actually, what they have even taken out more because the devil will come and steal from them, because they don't have faith to protect themselves. They don't have the shield of faith to protect themselves from being stolen by the devil. So you are losing even more, but people who are diligent and take serious about what they hear and how they hear will receive more from God. Hearing and listening very are uh, very important. It makes a big difference. Amen. I promise many members in the church because I have not produced enough teaching regarding healing for many years. I'm going to start to teach about healing from now on. So that we can hear about healing, so that we can see. Actually, I pray to God lately. God, I want to see that this church has more healing happen in this church now. My goal is to see more supernatural healing in this house. Amen. Look at what God said in the Old Testament, Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. If you, everyone say if. What does it mean? If your choice, God will not force you. God said, "If means your choice. You need to make choice whether you want to do or not do it. If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in His sight, give ear. Everyone say, give ear to His commandments and keep all His statutes. I will put." None of the diseases on you, which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. The Lord told the children of Israel, the people of the covenant, and the Lord told us as well, the people of the covenant, that He is our healer, He is our doctor, He is our neurosurgeon, He is our general surgeon, He is our ENT, otolaryngologist. He is our gynecologist. He is our chiropractor. He is our healer on every kind of sickness and disease. Even attention deficit disorder, he can heal you. There's no disease that God cannot heal you. He can heal every kind of disease. He is our doctor. But the doctor said to you, he begin with the word if. If what? If you. Diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God. It means if you pay attention, you listen carefully what God says. Don't have divided attention when you listen to the word of God. You listen to His word from both ears, right and left. Pay close attention to what He says. Don't listen to God at the same time. Think about politics. Think about your job. Think about the movie you watched yesterday. You really pay close attention to what He say. That's what He means. He emphasizes attending to Him, paying close attention to what He say, listening to Him, and you can be healed by Him. Amen. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. What is the difference between listening and hearing? Let me explain to you. First of all, it starts from your heart that God, I'm really serious now. In fact, there are no excuses in this house about not knowing the word of God. We have about 500 teachings that you can get it for free of charge at the CD table. From the basic A, B, C to a higher level of teaching that you can learn in the Bible school, 
Actually, I pray. Let me speak to the youth in this house. Youth, young people. I'm getting older, and I'm gonna pass one day to be with the Lord. I have been producing teaching, five, six hundred teachings all these years. Do you know that I do this for you because I want to leave inheritance to the next generation? Don't take it for granted. Please start to listen to every single series. Don't even say that I listen to this guy every Sunday already. It's enough. No, it's not enough. Because sometimes you're on vacation, you miss it. Sometimes you play text message, you miss it. So please take serious about listening to every single series and teaching in this house. God wants you to be the next generation pastor and teachers in this church. My vision and my dream is to see young people in this house rise up better than me. I'm speaking to you. Please, we have resources. Please pay attention to listen to the word of God. Let God use you. Be a man and a woman of God that can do better than Pastor Lau and Pastor Da. Amen. That's my prayer and my dream to see God people in this house. Take serious about God. Pay attention. God speak to you through the Word and through the Holy Spirit. And you need to pay attention when you read the Bible and listen to the Holy Spirit. And you need to hear what does it mean. Okay, I can come to Pasada and I look at her and I say, I want to pay attention to what she say. I want to listen to what she say. But it can happen that even though she say. I did not hear. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I want to listen without divided attention to what somebody say, to what God says, but I didn't hear it. Some people just read the Bible, read, 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 but they did not hear anything from God. Listening is the action of one to receive, but hearing is to receive. Why I like the file of God because. When you are in the fire, you practice hearing from God. People can listen to the CD, put put the CD in the car and listen, but they don't hear anything. The voice go into the right ear, get out of the left ear, go in, go out. It's just the voice go through their physical ear, the eardrum, just beat, beat, beat the eardrum, but they never hear in their heart what God. Really personally speak to them. This is the key. Pay attention, listen, and open your heart and hear what God really speak to you. The reason is faith come by not listening. The Bible never say faith comes by listening. Yes, you need to listen and pay attention, but faith come by hearing. Get in. Okay, right now I hear this preacher. I watch the TV, hear this preacher. I read the Bible. I'm trying to. I read it out loud so I can listen to my own voice. But God, I want to hear Your voice of the Holy Spirit in that word to speak to me in my heart to hear what You want to say to me. You will not have faith by just listening. Listen carefully. You have faith when you hear what God say directly into your spirit. This is why a lot of people struggle about this issue. Oh, when I gonna have faith? I listen to CD. I come to church every Sunday, but my faith never grow. The reason their faith never grow because they just go right ear, get our left ear. They never really listen and hear what the Spirit of God want to say to them inside them. Everyone say hear, listen. Why faith is so important? Because you receive everything by faith. If you want to see the change in your kids, you want to see salvation in your household, you want to see healing in your body or your friend, you exercise faith. A lot of people think they have faith, but they don't really have faith. They totally have only mental agreement with God, but it's not the faith of the heart. The faith of the heart come when it's really dawned on you. Yes, inside you. You agree, and you really have that faith on the inside of you. When you cannot get that by being lazy, you need to do your homework. That's why the book of Philippians say, "Work out your salvation." It's interesting. People like to go to the workout club. 
and they walk, they get exercise for their heart, they lift weight, they work out to build up their physical body. But people don't spend time building up their spirit by listening and hearing the word of God. I want to encourage you today to start to have a lifestyle of paying attention to what God say. Listen to the word of God every single day. Don't just turn on music. Listen to the word. If you spend time on Facebook two hours a day and you don't listen to the word of God, you cannot blame God. You need to cut down the Facebook and spend more time on the word of God. Amen? Spend less time on the TV. I don't say that you cannot watch TV. Spend less time on the TV and start to turn on or read the Bible more and listen to what God speaks to you and hear it in your heart and start to build faith for yourself. I like the story about the ant. The ant gather food during summer so that they can have food during winter time because winter time, everything's no, no, no more food out there. My dear brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you. Don't wait until you get sick and then start to run around getting the CD and listen. While you're still young and healthy, this is a good time to build your faith. By listening, pay attention to the Word of God, hearing God say to you, build that lifestyle and habit that every day you're going to feed your spirit by listening and hearing the Word of God. Every single day, build your faith. Build your faith for the day of winter time that you may need to use faith for your own body or for your loved ones and for other people. Amen? Amen. How many people say, from now on, I will not give divided attention to God? How many people say, no background music during listening to this teaching? How many people say, I will listen to the sermon without playing Facebook at the same time? How many people promise God that from now on, I will not text message during sermon on Sunday? Raise your hand up. <laughs> this is really important. I believe that this message in the next few weeks about the God's instruction, prescription, of God medicine is so important to you. This is something that a lot of people miss for years and years until they die because they've never been taught. And they don't know how to get the word of God work for them. They miss little, little things like this. That's why I feel so convicted to teach you. And I pray that you will really start to practice this teaching. Next time, we're going to go to the second instruction. Incline your ear to what? He says, I'm going to teach you what it means to incline your ear to God's saying. Today, we say, I pay close attention. Everyone say, I pay close attention. Let me ask this. When you go to see a doctor, how many people have seen the doctor? When the doctor tried to explain to you what to do to get healed, are you doing text message? What are you doing? When the doctor start to say, okay, this is what you need to do, one, two, three, four, what do you do? Okay, tell me again, I don't understand that part. Could, could you please repeat that part, what I need to do? You pay close attention to what the doctor say. I'm a doctor, so I know. All the patients always ask questions. What is that? What's next? Or oh, oh, that medication, should I take that before this? They pay close attention to everything I say about how to get healed. But we don't do that to God, unfortunately. That's why we miss the supernatural healing and blessing from God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much for teaching this house how to follow the instructions of God's medicine. Lord, we from now on make a decision to honor you by paying close, respectful, undivided attention to what you say. And we will hear from your Holy Spirit what you want to speak to our heart. Through the word, through the preaching, through the teaching. Lord, we want to be good listeners. And also we want to be good hearers and doers of the word of God. 
We believe, Father, healing still belongs to the church today, and we can experience supernatural healing in our walk, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let's give hand to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I learned one thing about God's mercy. Before I preach, I'd like to share a little bit about my experience. I just came back from vacation, and we were in the condo next to Waikiki Beach, like a waterfront. I was in the short T-shirt, kind of in the mood of vacation. And then one of our new believers who moved to Oahu got married there, and her husband was a new believer, brand new believer. Brand new to the church, had no idea about the Bible that much. I invited them to come to our condo in the evening and uh, kind of listen to them, what's going on with their life. And then I say to the husband, you like to be filled with the Holy Spirit? And he said, yes. So we sat in the condo with my short pen and t-shirt. And I was thinking, wow, this is not a church service. This is going to be interesting. And I share about being baptized with the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit for five minutes. And after that, he said, yes, we want to receive. The wife already spoke in tongue, but the husband is a brand new believer. When I stood up from my chair, I feel the presence of God came down right away in that room. He was filled with the Holy Spirit right away, spoke in tongue. And the wife got touched by the fire, and demon came out of her. And she started to kind of scream because demon, I start, oh, the neighbor below and beside me. They're going to think what's going on in this room. Why a lady was screaming, the demon come out. I have to pull off a little bit and say, no, 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 don't scream too much. Don't. <laughs> oh, I don't want neighbor to call police and say maybe he's abused his wife or something in that room. Ah, oh. but the presence of God was so strong. Just suddenly, like the Bible says, suddenly, God showed up in that room. And I can go on, but I have to stop because I don't want the neighbor to think that this is a crazy vacation, people. Have women scream in my condo. (laughs) Praise God. Are you ready for the word of God? I believe that the church should be a family. I want people to be spiritual and really know God. That's my job. I don't want you to come to seek any entertainment here. Third John Verse 2 say, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. Father, we thank you for your word, and today we want to pay attention, give you undivided attention to what you want to say to us, Lord. Speak to us through the scripture and also by your Holy Spirit, the great teacher of our life. You are our Father, and we are your children. We want to listen to the teaching of our Father. And you are our teacher. We are your disciples, Lord. We want to hear from you today. We want to be changed by your word, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Two Sundays ago, we learned the prescription of God's medicine, the direction of God's prescription. When you go to see a doctor, he will write prescription for you. And on his prescription and on the bottle, he will write direction. And if you follow the direction of the prescription, you will get good result. The doctors cannot promise good benefit from the medication if you don't follow the instruction on the medicine bottles. And many times people get into trouble because they don't follow the instruction. I give you example last time. You cannot take Tylenol more than four grams a day. If you take more than four grams a day, your liver is going to fail and you can die. And I have seen people die from taking too much Tylenol. So that's why you need to follow the instruction carefully. Proverbs chapter 4 verses 20 to 22 talk about God's medicine. My son, pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who fight them and health to a man holds body. This scripture talks about health through the word of God. 
Some translation instead of saying health to your whole body, it say medicine to your whole body. God's word is our medicine, and when you hear the word of God, either through the Bible or from the Holy Spirit, there are two ways that God speak to us. Number one, by the logo, by the written word, the Bible, and number two, by the Holy Spirit, Rema. God speak directly to us. When we hear God's sayings and we receive it correctly according to His instruction, it is life to us and it is also medicine to our life. If you want to live a long, healthy life, you need to learn how to receive the Word of God. We purposefully give the teaching MP3 and CD for free of charge in this church. We don't sell the teaching because we want our members to be full of life. And full of good divine health. You have no excuses in this church that I don't know the word. We have all kinds of teaching from A B Z to X Y Z, from basic teaching to the deep teaching in our church, and you can get it for free of charge at the CD table. Please take advantage to hear the word of God, listen to the word of God all the time. Two Sundays ago, we talked about the first instruction. The Bible say. My son, give attention to my words. Last time we learned that we need to give respectful and undivided attention to what God is saying. We should not play iPad, do text messages, or listen to nice music at the same time we read the Bible or listen to the teaching. Jesus say in the Bible, take heed to what you hear and take heed. How you hear, how and what, what you hear will really change your life, and how you hear it will change your life. The Bible say in Exodus chapter fifteen twenty six, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in His sight, give ear to His commandments and keep all His statutes. I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. The same principle in the Old Testament, in the Book of Proverbs, in the Book of Exodus, that if we diligently heed or listen to God's voice, and then we learn from two Sundays ago, that is a difference between listening and hearing. The Bible says, "Faith come by hearing, and hearing of the word of God." You can keep listening. But at the same time, your mind is with politics. It's true. Your mind will be with how I'm gonna pay my bill. Your mind will be with the movie you watched last night. Your mind will go somewhere else. You listen. The voice going to your ear, beat the eardrum, but you don't hear. So listen means get the voice into your eardrum. That's you listen. But to hear means to get down to your heart, receive the message. And come to the point that yes and amen, I get it, I get it, I get it, I believe it, I believe it. Then your faith rise up. So you learn how to listen, and you learn how to hear, so that you can have faith. As Christians, we know that faith is the hand that we receive anything from God. Without faith, we cannot please God. We receive everything by faith. So that's what we learned last time. Today we're going to learn the second instruction. The Bible say, "Incline your ear to my sayings." The word "incline" is the old English language. Actually, it means bend down. The Bible say, "Bend your ear down to hear my sayings." You cannot bend your ear without bending your head. Is that right? How many people can bend your ear without bending your head? It has to go together. So God say, "Bend your head and your ear down, and listen to my sayings." What does it mean? Bending your ear down, inclining your ear, or bending your head down? It means humility and teachability. A lot of people come to God with a prideful attitude. They think that they know more than God. They don't bend their head. They don't bend their ear. They listen with their head up and put their two arms on their chest and say, "I'm not going to listen to you. You can speak to me for ten years. I'm not going to change. 
No, we need to humble ourselves, bend our head down, and open our ears to listen with a humble and teachable attitude. Our attitude are usually influenced by our backgrounds. Some of us have Buddhist background in this room. Some of us have Chinese background that we learn from our religious background. I was a Buddhist, so I have a lot of Buddhist background before I became a Christian. Some of us have a background from education, from the school, from our parents teaching us, and some of us have we call denominational background, and all these backgrounds can block us from receiving what God wants to speak to us. I give you example. Some Christians come from the background of not believing in being joyful and being healed. They think that in order to be a Christian, life has to be miserable. I talked to a sister from another country. She said that most churches in that country, people are sick, poor, depressed, never smile, and look defeated. And all the young people who say, "I don't want to go to church." Because people are so depressed, so unhappy, so religious, and very legalistic, so they don't want God. They don't want Christian God because God's people have the background of being unhappy, being sick and poor and defeated all the time. But that's not what the Bible say. A lot of people think that in order to be a Christian, you have to feel miserable. First of all, you need to understand one thing: the word "suffering" in the Bible. Doesn't mean sick and poor. The word suffering means you are persecuted, you are rejected by people because of your faith. Being sick and being poor is not a part of suffering of Christian, because the Bible says clearly that God wants us to be prosperous in all things, be in good health as our soul prospers. So God's will is not for us to be unhappy, to feel miserable, and to be sick and poor forever. When you read the Bible carefully, you can see the scriptures after scriptures after scripture. It's God's will for us to have divine health, healing, strength, prosperity, joy, abundance, miracles, and a long life. That is in the Bible. But some Christians don't believe in that. When they read the Bible, when they hear the scripture or the teaching that go along with the scripture. Instead of nodding the head, bending the head down, and say yes, 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 Lord, Amen, and Amen, they shake their head. They come to God with their own preconceptive idea, their own prejudice, and say, "No, it is too good to be true that Christian can be healed. It is too good to be true that Christian can be blessed. We're gonna live a miserable life." When you read Psalm one o three verses three to five. Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases? Who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles? When they read the scripture, they say it's for the Old Testament, as for Jesus' time, not for our time any longer. They think that these all things will not happen in the church today. In fact, I tell you the truth. Lately, I've been praying. Seriously and earnestly, that God will use our church and our ministry to be the place of complete healing. I'm gonna keep asking God for the anointing of healing in this house. Not only me, you too. That you go out, pray for people, and the people get healed, because healing is a part of the ministry of Jesus Christ. In the last trip on Sunday, last Sunday I went to a church. I was talking to God. God, if Jesus is a pastor in America, what's going to happen? If Jesus is still alive today, and he is a pastor of a church and a local church in America, when I walk into that church, what will happen? I ask God. Will be a just nice music, nice show, nice dance, <laughs> nice PowerPoint? No, I believe if Jesus is the pastor of the church. You walk in, you can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. You feel the thick anointing. You walk in, you get healed. You walk in, the demon come out of you. 
The problem in your life is resolved. It's not just a nice program on the stage. I want Jesus to show up here. I want Jesus to show up in my church. I want the church that Jesus is a pastor, not human way. Because God's still the same today, today, and forever. I believe in the whole Bible. I bend my head down and incline my ear to the whole word of God. I'm not going to dilute the scripture in order to please people. Because that's the way God is. Amen? God is our teacher. We are his disciple. God is our father. We are his students. We should not come to God with our preconceptions, with our preset ideas, with our set standard of human or the teaching of man's doctrine that you will have learned from other denominations or from any churches. We need to yield to the word of God 100%. I came from background of Buddhists. I got saved in evangelical church. Then I went to a Southern Baptist church. And I went on to the charismatic church and on and on. And every time I encountered the word of God, the word of God confronted me with some issue that I learned from that church. The past thing that I learned that I know was wrong, I have to make choices. Either give up my old doctrines or I fight with God and I put my head up and shake my head and say, no, I'm not going to follow the Bible. If you want the healing from God, you need to surrender to the word of God. Bend your head down. Let God talk to you. God will say to you, sons and daughters, give up your old idea. Give up your preconception. Throw them away. And let me teach you the truth in the Bible. Let me speak to you. I want to let you know that I'm a good and faithful God. I want to give good things to you. I want to heal you. I want to do great things in your life, in you, to you, and through you, to other people. Let God speak to us and humble ourselves to listen to him. In James chapter 1, verses 18 to 21, the Bible says clearly that the word of God will work in us only at the level we receive it. If we reject the word, the word cannot work in our life. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear. You can see, swift to hear. Slow to speak and slow to wrath. God wants us to listen to his word more than speaking. Listen to the Holy Spirit more than speaking. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, lay aside of filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive. Everyone say receive. Receive with meekness. Receive with humility. The implanted word which is able to save your souls. We need to come to God with humility and receive the word of God with meekness. Bend our head down and receive the word of God. Willing to give up the wrong doctrines, the wrong teaching. Amen? I remember many years ago, I went to a revival service. There's a, there was a revival somewhere. I went there. But I came from the church background that don't believe in the touch of God. In laughter, in falling down, in casting out demons. We don't believe the casting out demons for today. We don't believe in healing at that time. We did not believe. I did not believe either. So when I went there, I was shocked to see demons come out from people. To see people get touched by the Holy Spirit. And I began to argue with God. God, what's going on here? God showed me scripture after scripture that those things that happened in the revival were in the Bible. I needed to make a decision whether I'm going to yield to the word or I'm going to fight with the word. And I decided to yield to the scriptures and allow God to do more in my life and in the church. My dear brother and sister, we need to let God teach us. Let us repent of our naughtiness. When you heard the word naughty, you think about children. 
But actually, the word naughtiness means answer back, argument. When a naughty child receives teaching or correction, he will answer you back. No, Dad. No, I don't believe it. Talk back to you. Let's stop that naughty spirit. Talk back to God. Argue with God and say, no, my doctrine is right. The Bible is wrong. We need to humble ourselves and receive what God wants to teach us and humble ourselves to receive whatever the word of God says. Amen? Don't be stubborn with your own mindset and say, I'm not going to listen to God because this is the way I was trained in my church for 20 years. And now the Bible reveals something different. Don't have that mental barriers. Mental barriers come from many reasons. And that blocks a lot of Christians away from the fullness of God. Let us become a Christian that fully embrace and receive everything that the Bible talks about. Including healings, miracles. Some of us come from denominational background. I appreciate denominations. But every denomination has good point and weak point. Every denomination is faithful to certain truth in the Bible, but is unfaithful to certain truth in the Bible. I'm purpose in my heart that whatever God teach me from the scripture, I'm willing to give up what is wrong in this church. I'm willing to move on with the word. I don't want to be a denomination. I want to follow the Bible 100%. We have only one life to live. We're going to follow the Bible 100%. When God confronts us with the new truth and we did not know about it, we say, Amen. I will receive that. Amen. Many Christians don't believe that miracles happen in this age. They think that miracles are for the old time, for Peter and Paul, for Jesus and for Elijah, Elisha, and for Moses and Joshua, but not for today. Can you imagine in Thailand, Buddhist people went to their temple and they see all the miracles. Demon perform miracles, Satan perform miracles. But Christians say, no miracle today. And all those people laugh at us and say, wow, this Christian God is so weak, he cannot perform miracles. Our God has miracles. And he still performs miracles today. Amen? He still heals us today. All things are possible with God. We need to follow the Bible. The Bible says God is a miracle working God. He is the healer. So we need to surrender to the word of God. Amen? Some people say that if we are a holy Christian, we must be poor. Have you ever heard that? I heard some member in the church, not in this church though. Some member in certain churches say, you know, we need to keep our pastor holy. Keep him poor. So he will be holy. Where is in the Bible that you can be poor and holy? No. Look at King David. Look at Solomon. Our God is a God of prosperity. I am preparing, I'm getting ready to teach in the camp called the love of God. And one thing in that teaching is that to love means to give. The giving is the greatest manifestation of love. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. You cannot give if you don't have. So God said to me, prosperity is not about me. Prosperity is about I can have material goods and good things in my hand to love people. If I don't walk in love, I don't walk with God. If you walk with God, you walk in love. Because God is love. So it's nothing wrong to ask for prosperity. When I say prosperity, I don't mean $10 million. I mean you have more than enough to be able to give to other people. And if God is going to give you $10 million, it's between you and God. Not me. Whatever God wants to give you. But you can ask for good health, prosperity, strong spirit, fruitfulness, joy, strength, long life, victory. 
Because our God is a good God. Amen. Everyone say, incline my ear. Everyone say, bend my head down. I will bend my head down and incline my ear to listen to God, humble myself, willing to give up my preconceptions, my prejudice and arguments. I'm not going to be naughty anymore. I'm not going to argue with God anymore. I lay aside all of my wrong doctrines, wrong teaching from man, from denominations, and I'm going to say yes to whatever God says in the Bible. I'm not going to be dictated by, by my experiences, but I will be dictated by what the Word of God says. You may pray for five people and they all will not heal by your prayer. It doesn't mean that God is a liar. If you pray for five sick people and they're all not healed, it doesn't mean that healing is not for today. Because God never lies. Don't go by your experiences. Go by what the word of God says. But I believe if you keep praying, keep praying, keep believing, keep growing in your faith, one day you're going to pray for five people and all five will be healed. Amen? Don't give up on God. Keep believing. And God is going to show you His glory. Amen? Amen? Our God is bigger than denominations. Yeah. Our God is bigger than our church. Our God is bigger than any preacher in the world. Yeah. We should not put God in the box. We should not make God so little to the level we understand. We should rise up to the level of who God is and believe in who He is. And we believe that God can perform miracles today and God can heal the sick today. Yeah. Humble ourselves. To yield to what God say. Everyone say, undivided attention. Everyone say, incline my ear. Everyone say, bend my head down. Humility. Being teachable. How many people want to be like that? Being teachable, being humble. Let God change your mindset. Amen. Let God renew your mind with his word. Don't fight with him. Don't be naughty. Don't argue. Say, yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Like I did to my wife. Yes, honey. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Yes, honey. Whatever you want. But God even greater than Pastor Da. When God says something, yes, Lord. Amen. Everyone do like this. Yes, Lord. Amen. Everyone bend your head down. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Is there anyone in this room who don't know Jesus Christ? I would like to encourage you to receive Jesus into your heart today. It's wonderful to become a Christian. I was born as a Buddhist. I was against God. But I accepted Jesus Christ 30 years ago. And I know and I know God is so real. In fact, as a scientist, as a doctor, the more I understand anatomy and physiology of human beings, when I see beautiful birds, all kinds of fish, all kinds of beautiful animals, I went to the zoo in Oahu, and saw big hippopotamus. Is that right? How you say it? Hippopotamus. <laughs> hippopotamus, whatever. Okay. When I saw the giraffes, when I saw monkeys who ha can have forehand grab on the tree and the two tail grab too. One tail, not two tail. One tail grab on the tree and they jump from tree to tree. I saw those animals. I saw the fish in the sea. And I know and I know that it's impossible that this all happened by accident. There is a designer. He's God. When you look at the nature, you look at the creation, you know that there is God. It's amazing. Beautiful creation. I want you to come back to God to be His children to follow Him and love Him, serve Him all the days of your life. Amen? Amen? How many people say, I want to be God's children, not 
I don't want to be a monkey children. <laughs> I look at Pastor Da. I know that Pastor Da did not come from monkey for sure. God created her. Amen. Why don't you follow my prayer? Amen. Hallelujah. If you want to receive Jesus into your life, Jesus loved you. He died for you so that you can have eternal life, so that you can have abundant life on earth here. He forgives you. He loves you so much. Follow my prayer to receive Jesus into your heart, Father in heaven. Today I give my life to you. You are my creator. I'm not involved from monkey. You created me, Father in heaven. Thank you for sending Jesus, your Son, to die on the cross to pay for my sin. Thank you for forgiving me, receiving me into your kingdom. Give me a new heart, Lord. Jesus, come into my life by your Spirit. From today on, I will serve you and follow you. I will love you with all my heart. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm born again. My name is recorded in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. In your name. We pray, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. To a m a l gathered in your name, I live to you.